G'day guys, welcome to uh, the mailbag. The mailbag is powered by punting form. And, it, and to the girls. Guys and girls. Guys is not like guys, guys is like boys. How you going boys? That, that'd that be a bit misogynistic, Drew. Yeah. Okay. Hey guys. Is... Yeah. 2019 mate, can't say it. God, I'm Gillette over here. Tweet us in. Anyway, we're all... Everyone in the mailbag, particularly Drew and I, use the Punting Form Sectional Pro subscription. That we do. Uh, I couldn't bet without it. I highly recommend you try it if you haven't already. Um, we're also powered by Betfair. Betfair Live is the latest tool yep. that I've sort of really started to utilise. I, I really The WAP's so good, isn't it? Weighted average price. Yeah. It's, it's a lot better than the VOP. <laughs> which they've made, which they've made massive changes to to benefit the punters. Like, yeah. oh, it's geez, they look after us. Mm. Oh, oh, thank best. you, guys. We really appreciate that you're now taking points bet as a fucking reference for the fluctuations and not taking any on-course bookmakers, which is the only place where the monsters bet late, or the main place. Yeah, they're in bet fair, that's it. Really. Anyway. As always, we're hydrated by Mountain Goat Lager. That we are. Which we love. Um, if you head to the Betfair Hub, which you should, to have a look at Betfair Live. So I use Betfair Live for the last five minutes before they jump. So send out the yard, sit down, start to watch Betfair Live. Because the market's always, the market's the collective intelligence of the whole world who wants to bet on that race, on that outcome, and it's, it's the guide to what the market's doing. So Everything goes through Betfair. If a massive bet comes with a corporate points bet, or it comes with an on-course bookmaker, chances are a lot of it gets filtered back through well, they'll lay off if they don't want to take on that horse. I mean, Walshy won't, you know, he'll tell you what he does. If he wants to have an even result on something, he'll put it back through Betfair. That's just what they do. Yeah, and if you are on the hub, though, this weekend, when will it go up, Drew? You've previewed Goodwood on Saturday night for the punters, free. You've been airborne, I'd say, lately, previewing over there. You're in up, you haven't slept a lot this week. You've been watching you, a lot of racing. I've had three bets and I've had three winners at Goodwood, so it's been a good week so far. You excited for Saturday night? It's a tough card. It's a really tough card. I'm normally cooked after Pistol Pete, the wizard from the West, delivers a goodness. Say race eight's enough for me. Well, the good news. How good was last yesterday? Well, the movers. Hell yeah. Uh, the movers was good, yes. Well, um, then Pete getting the one in the last. Okay, did you see that? Did you actually. Yeah, so what happened was. I, I thought I, it got beat. So I, I um, tweeted that, finished what I was doing, went out for dinner, mm. waited till just when I was about to jump. I'd already bet. Yep. Oh, what I thought, I thought he said was tipping the five. Came back in, just went quiet out there, maybe she's listening. <laughs> anyway, came back in, watched the race, yep. and then sat through the rest of the dinner, just just like pushing down my fucking anger <laughs> at how that thing lose. Because I thought it lost. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw everyone on Twitter going like, oh yeah, well done. You like, fucking won, how to win? I have no idea, because I had a... Pretty significant turnaround if it got beat with, you know, I like the horse on all the punting form data and Petey's tipping it and he was pretty, you know, pretty happy to be having a go at it and I'm like, oh shit, another one we get bobbed out of. I still can't understand. I'm not going to ask for the photo because I don't want to see the photo. Just check the balance. Give me the money. Now, speaking of, um, we're going to get this out of the way. We're going to clear the air. Yeah. You tweeted something last night. Mm. Which I found deeply offensive. Yep. I understand and I can accept critique, criticism, harsh talk about my golf swing. 
Yep, that's fair. But to, to question something that I've prided myself on for the majority of my adult life, rightly or wrongly. You're staying power. And I admit that recently I sort of dropped off a little bit. Yep. But I have had a fair bit going on. Mm. I've got a 10 week old little baby. But my ability to stay is something I pride myself on. And you <laughs> have implied that a, a short old man can go it's harder. In his 40s. Go harder. It's about as old as Walshy. No, he's younger than Walshy. Yeah. Anyway, you think you can go harder and longer than me? Is that what you're saying? Frankie can outlast me and Frankie, go a little bit harder? Frankie Dottori is airborne on and off the track. Absolutely airborne. Yeah. But can he outstay me? I think he's uh, more seasoned than you, especially in the last few years. I find that offensive. And Frankie, if you are watching... <laughs> Challenge accepted? Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll rip and tear all the way through Melbourne, taking like the John Cup or something. Well, you'll be out for the Melbourne Cup, so let's give it a go. We'll, well Frankie, if you're watching, mm. let's find you a ride, Drew. Sort out the internationals. Find him a ride in the John Cup. Come over, just ride that one race. We'll look after you before and afterwards. Geelong Cup day. Win that race. Book yourself a Melbourne Cup ride. We'll hit, we'll hit Geelong. Get a bus up to Melbourne. Back up, I think. It's the Valley on the weekend. Yep, Valley. Yep. Let's do it, Frankie. All right, email of the week time, boys. We've, we've got one. I love this email. We're still going with boys. All right, the email says, Dicko boys, implying, okay, good. implying the panel. That's fine. First time emailer, long time viewer. I've got two. I've got a two-part question. Who Call, is it? Who is it? Kyle. Okay. It's spelt weird. Might be like sort of... Um, Not Kylie? No, it's... Kyle? I think he's like Swedish or something. Okay. Anyway, Swedish heritage. First time Emma, long time viewer, two-parter. Thoughts on the upcoming Ashes? Via Twitter, I've seen that most of you seem to have a fair interest in the nation's number one sport, which has stolen, this is why I love this email, Ooh. which has stolen so many a young man's youth. Yep, that's fair. Given Australia's beta-like, outstanding commentary, beta-like performance through the World Cup and some uninspiring Ashes selections, do you think we are a chance of turning the tables on the Poms? Myself... This is still uh, Kyle, or Kylie. Given Alex Carey was one of the only batsmen outside of, outside of Steve Smith to look comfortable at the crease throughout the World Cup, and he hasn't even been included in the squad, I don't have much optimism. One positive is that David Warner's new approach to batting will suit Test cricket. Outstanding. Um, I've never met him, or anyone who has met Dave, but he does seem like a very me, me, me kind of guy. I don't think he'd be a boy's boy. Thoughts? Here's a tough one. He could go either way. I just think that's the greatest question of all time. <laughs> like, he would be... I could see him being a play-up to the point where who's the Cronulla guy who takes the piss literally? Todd Carney. Yeah, I could see him being as crazy as Todd Carney, but I could also see him going the Michael Clark route and... Just being, being well, a little like, shy, I'm just going to have a few bevs and... Well, I think he does t put a few tips in the hair. Anyway, I think David Warner's a downhill skier and was selfish in the World Cup. Yep. Um, I, I couldn't agree more. His batting style might suit the Ashes, which I'm very excited that starts tonight. Yeah. Uh, I thought they were, I wish they played... What time? 8.30, I think. Oh, good time. <laughs> I wish they played Alex Carey. He deserves to play for what he did in the World Cup, I thought. Beautiful time to give him... Why do you get dropped? Politics or Tim Payne's keeper, the captain. I don't know. 
And I think, I think the Australian cricket team spend too much time in bare feet, visualising and holding hands and not enough time smoking darts and drinking beers and just being like fearless and taking the game on, Drew. So it's over there. Did someone try and beat Booney's record on the way? No, well, that's... This is probably not for the show, but... David Boone had a lot longer on the plane than you get now. Yep. For one. But it's a different different time, different generation. We well, could have figured out the time scale and then brought it, you know. But I think it was like a 48-hour flight, almost. Oh, would have Not been. 48, but a long time. Would have been 30-something, yeah. Anyway, I think that's a great question. Um, I've already written back to Kyle. I said Kyle, too, so hopefully it is Kyle. Mm. And, um... I'm just messing you, I'm pretty sure it's Carl. He'll be getting onto the movers this week. His second part of his question, which leads into Mooney Valley, we'll get there, guys, we'll get to the races. The Valley, first up off a very long spell, how do you expect to play, and do you adjust your approach when faced with a city track first up off a spell? Does it affect your unit spend, etc.? Great question. Um, I'll go first here. This track, last year, threw up a few random results and a bit of a couple of lanes. Yeah. Um, so like with any track, with this sort of setup, even it doesn't have to be a city track for me, like sail yesterday. I try and uh, find my feet early, look for a pattern, see where I want to be in the run, and adjust my betting from there. If I figure out where I, if I, if I think I've figured out the pattern, I'll bet from there. So it's all a very, it all it's all happening throughout the meeting. Definitely. So I haven't got, I haven't really got a mindset other than to take my time and try and figure it out. If I did, I'd bet right up, and if I don't, I won't bet. But that'll be the same pretty much method I'd use on every track every day. Same as Caulfield on Saturday. You? I think more than ever, this is the type of track where you either want to walk it or you want to be talking to two or three jockeys on the day before the start and even the curator because they're more than happy to have a talk about what the hell's going to go on because it's a fresh track. Typically, you can get Mooney Valley being leaderish, but past two seasons, they've been trying to counter that. Yeah. So which the is, inside can be off. Yeah, so I, I'm doing this meeting from a previewing point of view for our show, for you guys at home, or in your car, wherever you are now, as even track, but on pace suited, which is a normal racetrack in Australia. Yeah. Five years ago, with no Twitter, no looking, you know, people hating on the track, right? This would be on pace, there'd be a clear bias at Mooney Valley, because it's prepared perfectly for the one to three metre lane. To, to be the best spot. But now that there's, like, if anything, Twitter and all that is actually hurting some of the advantages I think punters had over bookies in knowing that, okay, this lane, typically first track of the season, this amount of rain, there's been a little bit of bias. And that yeah, was actually really good for betting. Better content from, like, racing.com, etc. Mm. With more talk about these sort of issues, which is a huge edge. Anyway, oh, I can't wait to get back to Mini Valley. It is my favourite racetrack in Australia. I love it. Race one, Drew. Market and... Yeah, market, please, and distance, etc. Elberk, 280. So it's a... Sorry, 1,000 metre, three-year-old quilts and geldings. Uh, soft five track, no rain around, so we should be getting a good four. Elberk, 280. Astieria, 370. Astier. That's close. Aceteer 370, Memphis Rock 440, Skidor $7, longer the rest. Speed, I thought Aceteer, Albert, Condos Express and Skidor all have speed. Skidor's dropping back from 1400, so I don't know how fast it'll want to go. Memphis Rock there, thereabouts, the rest further back. 
Skidor SP eight dollars versus Ruby Saki, but drops from the fourteen to the thousand here. Alberk returns gelded and with the biggest figure in the race and has seen the valley before, which makes him unique in this race and a deserving favourite in my opinion, Drew. Memphis Rock has been up a while, drops back from twelve hundred. He did beat Celestial Shower last start, who won a piss week maiden at sale yesterday. I think Alberk could be pretty hard to beat, but not a race I'm overly interested in betting into at the current odds. I think this is a really hard meeting overall, and I think if Nico's trial report gives me a positive tick... It's a big week for Nick. It's a massive week for Nick, and I'm going to be relying on him heavily, but I'm also going to be relying on you, because if you give me a tick from the yard, I'm having my biggest bet of the day on Old Burke. I think it, it strikes the right race, right barrier, right jockey. I'm a mortal microphone form. Like... None of these other horses are proven here, and I think Memphis Rock is probably the lay of the day. So I'm taking something on in the race. I think I'm actually still getting the right price about it, and if my the trial report will come through from Nick tonight, I'm going to be having half my bet tonight if I get a green figure or better. Okay, mate. Race number two, please. Sorry, I'm a little bit off the bit. You're always off the bit. <laughs> Race two, markets like this. It oh no, market looks like yep. Jetstar three seventy, absolute flirt and Tarayev. Yep. Four twenty. Very hard name to pronounce. Mm. Uh, Mystical pursuit six dollars and Andresi Avenue seven dollars. Uh, Mockery Jetstar Tarayev, uh, Rumble Dolls, Sea Tonic all could lead. So I expect a really strong tempo. Satonic and Mockery, the race, the race fit horses here, which I think is worth something. Rumble Dolls jumped out since a really good win at Sandown, and it comes from a really strong sale maiden. They just form around this time of year, whereas you've got horses coming from a better stock of horse. Um, but the times that Rumble Dolls recorded are equal to anything in this race. Jetastar brings the biggest figure, but it's first up off, off a random and preparation where it shit itself in the good race. Yeah. Um, Mockery and Andrassi Avenue are the only two horses that have raced at the Valley. The fresh horses all have ability. I think it's a pretty tough race. If I had to bet now, I'd be Rumble Dial each way from seven. Uh, I like what it did at Sandown. It was a mover's bet that day. Yeah. It comes from that good sale race. Uh, provided he rides this thing just neutral, I think it's going to be pretty strong late. The faster they go here, the, the fitter I want my horse to be. Andrassi Avenue might be the one that sort of runs over the top of them. I am really struggling with this race. I think this is probably one of the hardest races of the day for me to pick a winner. I think the tempo is muddling. 1,000 metres, they can really overdo it at the Valley. You've seen quite a few of them in recent times, 95, 55s and 1,000s. We have three of them first bend. Yeah. Fighting for a position because they think, oh, it's advantage rail. Then the anchor drop, then the sweeper. Yeah. Like, it's it's such a pattern there that I think in play is important for this race. Look, if you're twisting my arm, I actually don't mm -hmm. mind. Not twisting arm no in twisting? the show. I've okay. given my thoughts, that's enough. Done. We don't force tips here. I don't want Bad to force enough tipping. <laughs> We're the home of a candle burning of horse trip. Good point. Race five, fifteen hundred meters. Nudge bar's favourite, three dollars and seventy cents. Trigger point, six dollars. Alsvin, six dollars. 
Legal six dollars. Dane Thunder seven fifty. Vungas seven fifty. Diplomatic Jack eight dollars. Snipes ten dollars. Longer the rest. I thought the speed was pretty good here. Vungas, Macrobius, Eye Boogie, Alzvin, full of theories, all roll forward. Trigger points there, thereabouts. Lipa Waldo's up there, thereabouts. Snipes, Dane Thunder, Nudge Bar next. Legal from 16. It wants to sort of roll forward, but it probably can't here. Uh, Mercy Street, fast plan next. The rest further back. It's a really busy race with heaps of angles and a pretty tricky map. I would be surprised if I was a mile off with that. Yep. That's just sort of the speed I think the horses have. Um, Macrobius, at big odds here, gets a positive jockey change, blinkers. And from barrier six, you think it'll make a tone lucky. I think it's it's got a figure here that's good enough to be right in this race. It's huge odds and it appeals each way to me here. D Lane gets onto I Boogie drawn one, who was not ridden very well last start, I thought. Well, it wasn't suited. From one, it'll take a peach from D Lane here to get suited. Yeah. So if he's negative at all, he might get just sort of stuck in the rip like at the beach and just sucked <laughs> out the back of the surf here. But uh, I think Macrobius is the better way to play. Alzvin, I could make a case for. Trigger point, I could see winning. Snipes, Mercy Street, and even the great Artist. I think Nudge Bar is pretty short for the map and the setup. Um, Legal's a horse I like a lot, but I just hate the map. I hate it. Anything you'd like to add, Drew? I thought just a little bit of value. The life of Waldo horse. I know it's got a horrible SP. It's a Tassie horse, and I don't really actually like tipping into these. But I think from barrier two, it's just going to get it's the sun run. run. And that's what I'm looking for here, because there's a lot of speeds, a lot of horses will get caught three, four wide. And I think this will be a day where, you know, from barrier two, if it can sit outside I boogie, that's even better, because I don't want to be in the rails. I don't want to be three or four back of the rails this yeah. type of day. So I'll probably... If a, if a horse is like Life of Waldo and I boogie show intent early, mm. it's going to be chaos. Oh, yeah. Everything's going to be five wide. Yeah. Uh, tough race. <laughs> race six, 2,500 metres, 135k, benchmark 78, more than exceed, $3.20, Miramar 380, and back since we sat down. Mm. The Statesman 440, Social Element $11, Diamond Grace backed, 17s, uh, backed into 15s and longer the rest. The San Remo's 15s gets Jared Fry on. I think that will really suit this horse. Jared's a very, very strong rider. Um, do you want me to go or you're going? A uh, quick one on San Remo. I thought it was a massive performance last start because it was working wide. That was with the Ninja Warrior on, so he's rock hard fit after yeah. he's like yeah. um, crossfitting. So that he, horse, he would suit the horse too. That horse had to do a load of work to get over and it's still stuck on for third. Like I thought it it could have ran seven for eighth and I would have not faulted the run because of the work it had to do early. So I think that was much better than it looked. Um, is that pace in this race I'm I'm not seeing as much so it'll probably have a better time if they work forward from barrier six speed I thought social element would cross with Jinder San Remo there thereabouts Jared's not a positive jockey as a rule yeah um, I doubt he goes too far forward the Statesman and Miramark should roll forward from out there the rest will sort of fall into their spots uh, I thought Miramar's pretty hard to knock here it's, it ticks most boxes. I think Habisha looks pretty big odds with Jess Eaton getting on and wasn't suited last start and backs up here on the quick backup. I think the Statesman, though, will start favourite. I don't know why it isn't favourite. It's the um, type of horse that they'll come for. It gets, it gets a map where they can do what they want to or what they need to. It gets T.O. on, claiming three. 
ticks, full of ticks. Uh, what price would Lord Belvedere be here? It's, it's, it looks the bet to me here. It's, it's one of the first times I can sort of encourage a bet, mm. a, a confident bet, the Statesman, the top eight. Yeah. Race six, number one, the Statesman. Uh, I, I would not be losing on the Statesman in the race, I'll put it that way. I, I kind of, my best value of the day is San Remo each way, I think. I think that's, I can't agree with it. I can't disagree, I can't disagree yeah. with you. Yeah, I, I think it'll drift as well. They're not going to back it, so I'm not going to back it now. If it jumps well, if it jumps well, Jared will just put it to sleep. Yeah. And you know he'll get it out and give it a go. <laughs> Race 8, Drew, the market is. Tavi San, 4.50. Usain Bowler, 4.60. Age of Chivalry, 4.50. Rocks the Castle, 5. Now we get to double figures. Highland Beat, 15s. Columbia, 16s. Arrow Lane, 19s. Longer the rest. They're not sure here, Drew. They're not sure at all. Map looks a little bit like this. <laughs> um, Tavi San, Sheriff Johnstone, Rocks Z Castle, Asia Chivalry, and Olon Star all got good speed. Mm. Asia Chivalry, D Lane, John Three, I think he'll take a sip. Hopefully, he keeps the 1 1. Arrow Lane, further back, it's, it's a busy little map after that. Asia Chivalry has above average ability, and I'm really excited about this preparation. So, you think it's going to a new level? We get could. So first up's your opportunity, or no? We'll be about we luckily mounting up will tell you. I guess mounting up. Yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll wait for that jersey. But I do think it's a really exciting horse. I'm excited to see what it does. Sheriff Johnstone. Um, the map's a little bit tricky, but I think it brings pretty good form here from the Flemington Straight. Now it goes around the bend. Question mark. Um, the good speed I spoke about, if they all stay in and they stay in this race and there is good speed, that suits Usain Bowler. Usain Bowler brings a really good SP profile and a dynamic turn of foot to the race. I think it could really, really savage the line. I reckon we backed it at double figure odds from the yard to win at the Valley once. Maybe the last race. Sounds right to me. Can't remember. We backed it a few times and uh, we did get a few wins I thought the two roughies here, Labu and Star. Positive jockey change, jockey and trainer flying. Sits off that hot speed as well, drawn 13. Yep. It'll be real wide. So by now we know where we want to be. So the the, the, the map and the, the everything will change. Manigo Mail will have adjusted for where we want to be in the run. But if it's fair to even, then there's a good speed on here and they're running on, or they can run on. Lebuin Star, Usain Bowler, and the other one, Jester Dreamer, drawn nine. It's going to get a good run behind the speed. I, I, I couldn't knock you if you like that, liked it. What do you like here, Drew? Um, initially, when I looked at this race, I liked Highland Beat because I thought they could be positive from it. But when you go back over what this stable have done with the horse from wide barriers... Firstly, though, just with just with the Hay stable, God bless you. Mm. And Brian Moore, the racing manager. Yeah. What you did to uh, Think and Fly there in race five at sale yesterday... The instructions that you gently gave to Damien Oliver were outstanding and me and my partner and my son thank you very much. <laughs> it was an outstanding ride. It like, was. Yeah, good. It was just yeah. Ollie. Stayed out of trouble, literally. Yeah, literally though. But yeah. intent, just a little bit of intent. Yeah. Oh, and great saying tactics. that, I don't think there'll be intent here from the horse, so... I don't think this horse has as much ability as they thought Thinking Fly might have. That's true. Second start, Colt. So you think Colt. Highland Beat's pretty well exposed. Extremely exposed. I thought on an exposed form he could run well, but I'm, I'm querying that. 
They, Sheriff, can't, they can't roll forward. Yeah. It's too much speed. Yeah. Sheriff John Stone, I black booked after the run at Flemington. This is a harder race than I thought they'd get to. I thought they'd be picking off something easy and I'd be getting four or five dollars. I'm not prepared to bet at the price. I agree, Usain Bola, Laboon Star, if they run on. Belar is a horse I have a bit of time for. Now, oh, and you love the booking. I do love the booking. Um, look, it's a horse that I can find here, but the problem is the barrier. So, once again, barrier 12. You've got the right jockey to sort the barrier yeah. up in D. Oliver. Yeah, and if they're running on for the day, I think it's going to be one of the ones coming home, and it's got, I want to say potentially a lead ability based on what it's done previously, but it does have to go it does have to go that new level. And it is now a six year old, so it's not exactly a four year old becoming five. It is fairly exposed. It what are, the, what are the blue Rosemont silks mean? Uh, I'm not too sure but you're the mailbag journalist, Rizzy. Um, all I know is uh we're going we've had Choppy on it before, which is a which is a good good plug for Choppy. Great man. Um look Realistically, I like horses that are coming from the Weir stable. For whatever reason, they've gone on with it. Probably because he's a fucking great trainer. Yeah. So, overall, I think this is a really tough race. Manning on Mouse Key. Fair enough. Race number nine, punters. Benchmark 78, over 1,000 metres. Condor Heroes, $4. Non-payer, five fifty. I love that name. <laughs> XL Tara, $7. Freezeovers, $8.00. Queen Annabelle, $9.50. More wanted, 10s. Longer the rest. Race has a long tail. Market, uh, speed map, aloof, non-payer, freeze over, Sam's image, the Centurion, Carlingford, forbid me not, and more wanted. All got good, strong speed. Next we have Condor's Hero, drawn 12, awkward. Queen Annabelle, 7, a little bit awkward, but Ollie probably finds a beautiful spot. Haverdash and Daphnina, Daphnina, the rest further back than that. Excel Tara probably last there from 16. The five horses all sort of like a little bit here. Excel Tara, Queen Annabelle, More Wanted, Freeze Over, and Non-Payer. Condor's Hero, whilst returns a gelding, is hard to have at the price versus its map. Yep. Like, yes, like, like the horse. Yes, gelded. Yes, could win. Jeez, he's going to need a fucking good ride from there. Um... Non-payer, freeze-over, and more wanted. All appeal as sort of track specialists. Oh, with... Sam's image has been scratched, so there's a bit of okay. pace out of it. It's still, it's still busy as hell. Mm. They, they are all sort of track specialists with friendly maps. XL Tara is a really dynamic horse that is athletic and light. I doubt it needs much... I doubt it will be far from its sort of peak performance first up. As a, like, as a mounting yard judge. Um, is it the type of horse, though, that if it gets a little bit of a bump on the corner here, which this looks a tricky, tight... But if the race stays crap. like it is, if the race stays like it is, it's going to have to go back. Yeah, Which I won't have, have to completely snick. It hasn't got a lot of early speed. If you go down on the fence, you might be able to touch it as, as it flies down the outside. Yeah. That's how... Like, it, uh, Queen Annabelle, I like as well. Gets Ollie, can stalk him and be very, very strong late. Druzy. Um, more wanted blinkers on. I have a massive issue with the jockey. Um, what did he do to you? <laughs> he's done nothing, but he's ridden one winner in his past 50. Um, he got groundbreak beat for me as well, which is never a good sign. Sorry, not groundbreak. Um, he got B 
beaten by Groundbreak when I wasn't on Groundbreak. Yeah. And then the next start, Groundbreak doesn't win. So <laughs> I'm finding some angles just... Uh, it, just a hate. Yeah. Look, <laughs> the horses... The horse's profile's enormous here. It maps for run of the race, essentially. Great form lines. Form lines are sound. Blinkers on. Like, you Intent know, from the stable. There's, there's the chow man. And you're getting $10 for it, so... Big pair of chow. He's a massive unit. If, by this stage of the day, they're struggling to make up ground, well, I know I'm in the right spot. I'm getting $10 about a horse that's in a good spot. I think non-payers are a very good horse, but... Coming off a synthetic win is always a negative one. I don't think there's many very good horses that are ever coming off a synthetic win. That's true. Um, it's a very good Mooney Valley horse, then, is what yep. I would say. It's I would suited agree to with Mooney that. Valley. It's a yeah. Um, and yeah, look, I'm scared shitless of Conda Heroes, but at the price, I'll take it on. All right, best bet, Drew. Mine is race four. The goats, it's like Yarra. Sometimes the Yarra water can cause a bit of reflux. Yep. But it also gets rid of anything wrong with you at any kind it's of... It's getting rid of the evil spirits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's cleansing me. They're better out than in. Every bottle of goat, every can of goat you have, you're a better human being. You are. Scientific my best, fact. My best bet on the card, but it's race four, number six. Travi, my friend, backs up, ticks every box, beautiful map, hard to beat. Fair enough. My best currently, and I'm still wanting the ticks from you guys, but it's race one, Number two, Elberk. My value bet on the card is race five, number six, Macrobius. Big odds. My lay of the day is race three, number 11, Kiss and Cry. Gets John Allen off after a very strong John Allen ride at Bendigo. Backs up quickly here. Some reasons really short for a horse that'll be three or four back the fence. Uh, you can listen back and you'll know who my value was at $15. It is San Remo. Yep. Um, and what are you laying? I'm laying Memphis Rock in race one. All right. Mounting Yard Mail. We have it from Mooney Valley via myself and from Randwick via Rob Scurry. Scurry's flying. He is airborne. And how good is it? We've got information from Mooney Valley and Randwick. Are there two better joints to better? Well, the only thing better is having the movers because you've had your best month in over 12 months. Yeah, it's been it's it's been a big. Even the back end of May was really strong. Yeah. Um, I think it's the office that we're in now. The, the bit of more of a balanced. It's working. Everything's working. When you get more settled settlement in your life, it's it's easier just to. And it might it might have a little bit to do with sort of what we were talking about with Frankie. Yep, that's true. I now have to get up every morning and take care of a small child yeah. who's mine. Yeah, so one, can't get up and one like, hand you got the kid, the other hand you got punting for. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I know. I, I put him on the baby on and sit on the desk. Yeah. But I can't Uber Eats like a bit of KFC and a boost juice. Yeah. Because I've got responsibilities. It's true. I don't Uber Eats anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen that credit card. You fucking Uber Eats plenty. Um, yeah, so themailbag.com.au if you'd like to get involved in anything, any of our products, um, anything else we should touch on? Uh, no, I'd probably just encourage everyone to actually get along to Mooney Valley because it is actually a genuinely good experience out there. Oh, it's, it's a fantastic place to be, fantastic place to bet. I want to pray to God, Allah, Bordeaux, Zeus, Harry Potter, Bilbo Baggins, Gary Ablett Sr., that they um, <laughs> don't fuck it up when they renovate it. <laughs>